<laughs> if you're at work, if I'm in. But let me stay. All right, and welcome back to Let Me Stay Focus, the podcast. The reason they should have never gave you niggas microphones. I'm Lila. And I'm Lil Blackheart. And I'm Nick. Woo! Hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome to the to the circus. You Thank know? you guys. The, li- the lion's den? Is that in the circus? The lion's den. Or is just lions are in the circus. Yeah. But is the lion's den in the circus? No. Circus? What's no. in the circus? Just lions. Oh. I should know. <laughs> oh my fucking gosh. Well, we start every episode with honorable mention, which is where we speak highly of someone who's on their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have Izzy, who braids my hair. Oh, yeah. Styles by Iz. Yes. Um, let me make sure I have her Instagram right. Don't want to misquote. Yeah, so it's styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S, by, B-Y, I-Z, is, underscore. Um, and it says Izzy's icons on there, if you're going to look. She did my hair. She's 13. She's the best. And she's very excited because I shared a TikTok about her doing my hair again, and Cardi B reposted it. So I'm very proud of her. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Iconic. That is very iconic. It, it's super iconic, and I'm like, girl, they reposted it because of you, your talent, not because I'm me. That was incredible. Yeah. When she showed me this shit, like, I, I couldn't even believe it. I was super smacked. I was like, what's <laughs> going on? Then I went on her page, and I was like, yo. Yeah, she did my braids. Her pricing is amazing. Go on there. She has a booking website. Uh, please book. Mm-hmm. Price just went up. Mm-hmm. So, black on business. And the price just went up. No bullshit. So, well, congratulations to y'all. Because that's major. Um, but I have Hotep of the Week. <laughs> so that means I'll be dragging somebody. Um, so the person that I want to give Hotep of the Week to is Woe Vicky. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, because man. when... <laughs> The only thing that can help you bounce back from fucking blackfishing, I guess, is turning to Jesus. And that's what she has done. With the so, boat gang guy, right? Yes, girl. Yeah. And I'm real mad about that. Because I've, I've been wanted boot gang. Even when he was on the bullshit, I, I still wanted him. And then he turned to God, and I was like, well, damn. Maybe I want you a little more. Maybe a little less. I don't know. But I still wanted that nigga. And then he turned around. And then he, pop, he popped up with fucking, whoa, Vicky, right? But I guess they turn their lives over to God together. Now, as far as the boot gang guy, like, I don't know. I feel like he was sincere about what he was doing. But, whoa, Vicky, I feel like she is just, like, we all already know that she got her clout off of acting, I guess, ratchet and just, like, acting black and everything like that. And I feel like now, since that's not working for her anymore, now she's just trying to use this whole, like, oh, I'm a Christian thing and switch back over. But I'm like, I don't understand. So I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like that performative shit because now you're not, like, where'd the black scent go? Where'd you, what happened to your accent, Buckwild? Um, I'm confused, mildly. Not okay. because she doesn't deserve Hotel of the Week, but mm-hmm. because... What makes her approach more sincere than his approach? No, less sincere, you mean? Yeah. Okay. More or less. Well, because 
she when I was listening to him talk because at first I really didn't believe that he was sincere either. But then he started talking about just some of the experiences he had, like when he was in jail and all the other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe he really had a change of heart. And when he was also talking, he really felt bad about what he, the kind of stuff he was getting into before. Like, it felt genuine. That's just to me. I was like, okay. And then he went, like, it wasn't like a, oh, this is what I'm doing. Like, it wasn't like a 180 flip. Like, he went ghost for a while. Then he popped back up, and he, remember, he was working a job, and everybody was clowning him. He was, like, bricklaying or some shit like that. And everybody was like, what the fuck? And then after that, like, later, a couple months later, he explained what was going on. So, I feel like because his wasn't as instantaneous, he might be a little more sincere. But her ass, she always doing some shit for clout, like, even this, I feel like, is for more clout because it was just instantaneous. And then it's like, you don't even have no real, like, I don't know. Like, you didn't have no desire to do this before. You didn't have no desire to do this before. And the thing that really pissed me off the most about it was the fact that as soon as she started being a Christian, like, her whole personality changed. Like, the way she talked, everything. So it's like, what are you really doing? He still acts the same. He's just saying different things. Her whole demeanor changed. And I'm just like, what the fuck? It's a bad look for Jesus, honestly. It is. Like, I don't like that. And I don't. I feel like she's low-key kind of making a mockery of what he's really talking about. That's another thing I didn't like either. Like, uh-uh. I ain't like that. I, I just, it didn't sit right with me. Because it really did feel like she was kind of making a mockery of it. That's just in my opinion, though. That's all I got to say about that. The whole tap of the week goes to Will Vicky. No, I was just asking because, like, there was both cloud chasers. So I didn't know what made, what was the difference between the two of them. Yeah, but he was also on drugs. Real bad. I mean, that doesn't mean that's why he's a cloud chaser. A lot of people were cloud chasers and they weren't on drugs. I think he was just off the chain and it turned into like, oh, I can act off the chain on the internet. and. But also people started to get sick of that. Yeah. And so I think it could be a marketing move. I would say the Illuminati, but the Illuminati doesn't want to fuck with these people. So it could just be yeah, a marketing move <laughs> where people get tired of seeing you do the same ignorant shit over yep. and over again. So you got to switch your strategy. But he doesn't have... He lost followers. Like, this isn't bringing him more followers. That's another reason why I was like, oh, he might really be dead ass. Because he, he lost followers. Maybe he's on parole. Maybe this is for his PO. I wouldn't doubt that he's on parole. He was in jail. So, I mean, I don't doubt it. Well, shame on anybody who's false claiming. I just thought it was weird of her. Like, personally, I think it's weirder than both. I don't put anybody who does shit like that. You're stealing from small business owners and all types of shit, and it's not working. I mean, if you change anything up, you're going to lose followers. So I don't know if that's, I mean, you were missing before, so you weren't getting paid for it at all. So getting paid more than you were is good. I don't think either of them is inherently different. 
Because I just don't trust people who do shit like that. No, you don't trust Christians. No, I do trust Christians. I don't believe they're Christians. You don't think so? No. Not even him? No. It's questionable. I think her being a white woman makes her less trustworthy in terms of who his audience is, but I don't think that... Like, neither one was less clout chasing than the other. Well, this is my thing, because... And I'm just... I'm, I'm going based off of their different life paths. Like, he... His whole situation, like, growing up was a lot different than hers. So it's like the the path that he went down, although it is equally as kind of corny, I guess, like with the internet gimmicks and stuff, it's like I can see why somebody like you got caught up in a certain lifestyle because you didn't really have, you never really had it to begin with. Like your mom pretty much left you in a crib and was like, yeah, whatever. So that's, like, he coming from a more fucked up place. Her, I don't understand. Like, it was a persona for her. And, like, just like the Ratchet thing was a persona, now I feel like this is a persona. Like, I don't feel like that's who you really were. Therefore, I don't feel like this is who you really are. There was no real transformation. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it don't really add up. I 100% get what you're saying. I just don't see how that doesn't apply to him. Yeah, what if he's just able to emulate it better because he might have that in his childhood, his history, and she doesn't even know how to fake saved? That's a good He has I'm what saying, in his history? Like Christianity, maybe he had a grandma. That but I'm saying, like, from, from what he was saying, it, it seemed like that was never a part of his upbringing. Like, he, it, it was, it won't give him that. It was giving, like, I bounced around house to house, and I was a teenager that was in and out of homes and shit like that. So it wasn't really, I could see, I see what you're talking about, but it was no, when he was talking about his upbringing, it was no real, like, family structure. And what was hers? I don't I don't know her upbringing fully. But like I said, the girl had a I mean, I've seen videos where she had an accent and then she did not. So it's like I'm not saying that I'm not saying that well Vicky shouldn't be her type of the week. I'm not even saying that she's not not trustworthy. It was just strange to me. I I'm not even saying that it's not strange. I just don't know that I necessarily believe him either. I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess time will tell, though. Especially with my history of knowing how people get saved to get out for good behavior. I don't know that I can say, like, oh, this is a... I, I can't say one way or the other. I don't know if I believe him or not. But I, I can't say that this is not a publicity stunt. And I can't say that he was not living off a persona by stealing things and then yelling his name. I can't right. say that that's not branding. I don't even know. Well, yeah, it. I guess it is branding, but like I said, that whole 
I didn't understand it. Like, I didn't understand the end goal. So it was kind of hard for me to understand that phase. And even now, he's dating Will Vicky. Right. That doesn't seem like it it was done on accident. Two fading stars. Exactly. Right, but I'm serious. She's the, in my opinion, it seems like she's the only one who cares about still being a star, though. Because if that was the case, then why he didn't keep his old name? Because he could have kept. Because it's a headline. Nah, he could have. He could have kept the old name. It's a headline. Just the act of changing, like, ooh, it's something new. Instead of going by by that name, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But who knows? What if they're faking, and then you can fake so long it becomes real? So oh, maybe this could end up being a positive. That would be a nightmare. Bring them to crisis. That would be a nightmare. Cause she's she's not. Whoa, Vicky anymore either. Mm. So what's her name now? I believe I'm trying to find him. Isn't his last name Gabbana? But I'm pretty yeah. sure she goes by like her name. Cause isn't her name Victoria? Girl, let me see what this shit says. Cause it seems like a joint. Oh, Victoria Rose. Yeah. Merger. <laughs> his bio is a righteous man of God. He didn't have to do all that. Yes, he Go did. watch this on YouTube. He had to sell it. Yes, he did. She said he had to sell it. This is a... Um, and what do they... They have a YouTube now? I didn't even know that. Monetize that ministry. Holy Flow. This is the new... The new music. The official John Gabbana channel, oh, Holy Lord. Hands. Oh, yeah, because he be boxing. And they're doing seafood boils and cooking for each other. Yeah, cooking for each other. Anybody who's pretending should be ashamed. Like I said, I don't follow them even by a microcosm, so I can't mm-hmm. allege that... Um, they're telling the truth or not. But doing that, it, it's a shame. I think that anybody who does it as a brand, like even when Sunday service was happening, I wasn't I wasn't fucking with that either. Oh, yeah, he switched to... He didn't release new body behind this shit. And I want to know why. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that... You shouldn't use Jesus as a selling point. No, you should not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not cool with that. That's a personal relationship. Yeah. You shouldn't use any personal relationship as a selling point. Really. And they could be doing both. Mm. Shame. Their relationship with each other. Yeah. <laughs> their relationship with God. Mm. And now we have whole why is you here. You want to go first? Sure. <laughs> I don't even know this hoe's name. Oh, wow. I'm just going to call her Becky. All right. Um, Great. I was at a protest last week for mm. reproductive rights. Okay. While we were taking a break, and my comrade was reminding them, do not talk to the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they try to talk to you, plead the fifth. Becky stands up and says, also, but if you're polite and you let them know that you know the laws, it's more likely to go better. No, Becky, ho, why is you here? Yeah. Why is you here? Nah, for yes. sure. 
Fuck respectability. For sure. Because what the fuck? Yeah. So, Becky. Random Becky from Norfolk. Mm. She's my hoe. Why is you here for the week? And we condemn you. We definitely do. Because why the fuck are you trying to make excuses? Was she I white? Of course. That's why she's yeah. Becky. Um, That's not an ally. No, it's not. Listen to what people in charge are telling you. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's no also. Sit the fuck down. Well, my whole bias you here goes to, I didn't get this lady's name, but she works at Pitbull Tobacco um, in Gantt. So I was with my homegirl. We was about to buy some stuff out of there. Mind you, I didn't see them ask anybody else for their ID. Everybody else in the store was white, of course. Everybody else working there was white. Me and my friend were the only two black girls in there. So we were looking at the stuff, and... We was getting ready to buy whatever we wanted out of there. So I went up to the register to check out. And so she asked me for my ID. Okay, whatever. I didn't really have a problem with that. But what pissed me off is the fact that she going to ask my homegirl for her ID also. And she wasn't even buying the stuff. Like, she really was not trying to help us. First, it took forever for us to get service from her because everybody else was working. Most of the time when I go in there, I can get service right away from the other workers. This lady did not want to fucking help us. So then when we're going through the stuff in the like the selection of the products and stuff, she was being mad short. Like you could tell she already had an attitude. Then when we got to the register, she pulled that shit with the ID. And I'm like, why the fuck do you need the ID her when I'm the one making the purchase? Like this doesn't even make sense. I understand you can refuse service to me for not providing my ID, but you can't tell me that you're not gonna sell me something because she don't have a fucking ID. That don't even make sense. So I was like, whatever. So I just pulled out my ID, and then I told Britt to go get her ID. But this is the thing that really pissed me off. This is how I know she really did not want to serve us, because if she's going to get her ID, you would think that while she's going to get the ID, the lady would be ringing us up, right? She wasn't even ringing us up. Like, she was dead ass. The stuff was on the counter, and she was just looking at me, waiting. And I'm like... You really not going to ring this shit up until she brings the ID. Like, it was just OD weird to me because nobody else got ID. They rung three people out. Nobody else got their ID asked for. But you telling me that you're not going to sell me something because she don't have ID? Like, that's OD weird. It, it just pissed me off. So, yeah, that's my whole why you here. You already know why she did it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that place. Man, I can't even say fuck that place because people, like... Pitbull tobacco, I fuck with Pitbull, but that shit was whack as hell. That shit was really whack. And shame on him. Yeah. I have, I went to Taco Fest yesterday. Mm. Um, there was a truck selling jerk chicken tacos. Okay. I saw the taco. I don't eat meat, so I didn't eat it. But the person I was with ate it and said it was terrible. Mm. Now, this is problematic to me for two reasons. One, the person in the taco truck was not Caribbean. Nor was the person in the taco truck Latino. They were just white. Mm. So why are you here selling jerk chicken tacos that I was later informed were absolute fucking garbage? Mm. Like, why did you, you couldn't have, you couldn't have shown up to anything else. You couldn't have brought your food truck to something else ever. Like, why did you come here to do this? No, they wanted to be there. And to sell jerk. And the thing about, I've accidentally bought jerk from white people before, and they always try to make it like a sweet, spicy combo. Mm. And that's not what it is. Jerk is spicy. Like, that's the end all be all. 
And so, like, you're always trying to put your spin on shit, and your spin on shit is bad, white folks. I was about to say, nobody asked you to do it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, pizza's a banger. Thank you for that. Like, we're not going to go back and forth with you on that. Um, yeah. They have, I mean, we got corned beef hash from the Irish. Good looks, but I don't like Irish corned beef hash. Um, spaghetti. Spaghetti's tasty. Fettuccine Alfredo's all right. Yep, that's what I'm saying. And I think probably most of the versions of those things that I have have been us putting our spin on your things. But I feel like we put our spin on your things because they're not always Flavorly. the tastiest. Seasoning. Um, and my favorite kind of spaghetti is actually Puerto Rican spaghetti. So, stay for another day. The point is stop showing up and putting your spin on things if it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to be good, leave it alone. Shepherd's pie, too. Y'all snack with shepherd's pie. I don't know what that is. You, I feel like you know what it is. You just might not. Meat and mashed potatoes on top. Ew. Yeah, it's like a layer of biscuits, then it's ground beef, then Ew. it's corn, then it's mashed potatoes. Oh. You've never had a famous bowl? No. Yeah, you're, you're bugging. I do want to give respect to the shepherd's pie. That is a thing that y'all did. Y'all did that with the shepherd's pie. Um, but most of the time, it's not good. Like coleslaw. I don't think there's a food that you could present that would undo y'all making coleslaw. Yeah. Or so, potato salad either. I don't like mayonnaise, period, Ugh, honestly. This shit made me want to throw up. But even that, I think that, like, of uh, potato salads, I think people prefer when non-white people make potato salads. So. Yeah. Um, I wish y'all would stop. Thank you. And now we have, let me stay focused. <laughs> We have Let Me Stay Focused Now, which is our topic for the week. So, um, I actually have that. And this is my question, right? So, actually, I was looking at this TikTok, and this lady was basically talking about all the things that it's really going to take for us to bring about, like, change as far as, like, the government and stuff and really have, like, a real revolution. Mm -hmm. And when I was listening to her talk... Like, I really, in my opinion, I'm going to ask y'all what y'all think in a minute. But in my opinion, honestly, I don't feel like this generation has what it takes to have a real revolution. So with that being said, I want to ask you guys, like, do y'all feel like with protesting in particular, like, is it a waste of time? And if not, what is the objective to protesting if people aren't, gonna be uh ready to do what it takes to bring about a real revolution because if you think about it like in order to bring about real change we're gonna have to have a lot more inconveniences like it might be to the point where we're not even using phones like i don't even like it's gonna take some real out the way shit because we're gonna have to do something that's going to hurt either hurt people's pockets or, I don't want to say this on live, but, like, some people are going to have to be... Hurt people. Yeah, like, not hurt, but they're going to have to go. And I don't feel like we're at the point where this generation is ready to, like, take what comes with that. You know what I mean? Like, I... I even, and I, the reason why I say this is because even when getting prepared for a simple protest, right, just like you said, 
the point of a protest, if we're going out in numbers, the point of the protest is, one, you want to be as unidentifiable as possible. You do not, it's not the place to put yourself above the group. You have to all have the same mindset, and you have to all be ready for literally whatever. And I can tell by the way that people protest that they aren't ready for a real revolution because y'all can't even do the simple things that it takes to do a regular-ass protest. Like, y'all have an issue showing up to protest with the right attire on. Or y'all have an issue like that lady. She's saying, don't talk to the police. And you sitting here trying to make an excuse and make a reason for why we need to talk to the police and all this. And, well, if you be nice. And, no. There is no if you be nice. I just, I don't know. What, what do y'all think? Like, do y'all think that we can really, this generation can really change this shit? Because it's not looking too good, in my opinion. We, we're, we don't. We don't ever want to go without. Like, I don't know. I think the point of protest is to radicalize people. Okay. So it's not just to make the powers that be listen, mm -hmm. but it's to radicalize the people who participate in them. And I already knew going into that situation last week, I told my friend that it was going to be a Fisher-Price, my first protest situation. Mm. Um, and I went into it with that mindset. So... Things like protesting can teach people how to deal with those inconveniences that we're that are going to take the bigger ones, like right. you know, yeah, leaving your whole cell phone, not posting right. what you're doing on social media. Like, oh my gosh, what if it takes that? What if it takes us being hungry because we decided to sit in, and right, or just sitting? not not uh, patronize these stores anymore? Right. So I think protests are a good training ground to mm -hmm. deal with small inconveniences like walking for miles or being hungry or doing things, changing plans, being sweaty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so it could teach you and put you in the right spaces to do what's needed for revolution. I protest for black people. I'm yelling at the people in the streets on the sidewalk trying to get them to join me and see what we're talking about. I am not protesting for white eyes. Mm. So there's that. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that there has not been a single societal change, especially for black people, that has mm -hmm. been comprised of one generation and one generation alone. And so... While I think that there are tons of young people who may not want to be inconvenienced, there are also, like, people before us who really have done this shit and know what they're doing. There's people aside us who have done this shit and know what they're doing, and there's people in the middle. So, I mean, I I feel the same way I feel about most, like, this generation, this, this generation, that arguments, which is, like, these are not, like... The things that we have attended or gone to or participated in are not the things that we liken them to, I guess is the point. I think that we were here doing one thing and there were people who were damn near at the White House doing a separate thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that a lot of the things that I have participated in here mm -hmm. are in solidarity with someone somewhere who's actually doing something. Right. So I see what you mean. And that's yeah. why like a lot of the time I refer to the the uh organized events here. I I think that they're more of a demonstration than a protest. Mm -hmm. Because like okay, like for example, that thing that happened at Utopia Finney, the thing that I went to last week, I wouldn't call that a protest. I refer to it as a demonstration. 
because, I mean, there there were kids there. You know what I mean? Like, we were painting signs, and, like, there were speakers and music, and, like, people were burning sage. It wasn't that type of, you know? Like, it wasn't that type of environment. It was definitely more so a demonstration. And I'm not even saying this about, like, the people there, because what happened there was good. But it wasn't a protest. And I think we have to stop referring to these things as protests and call it what they really are because that's, I mean, that's not protesting. That's just how I feel about it. It's not protesting. And the demonstrations are good, but that's not what's going to bring about real change. Like, it's going to bring attention to the issue but I don't think that's going to be what brings the real change. I don't even know if we're ready for that. I mean, I think that protests are fun to go to and people mm-hmm. like to attend them to feel like they're part of the change. Um, but I think that they can feel very like flash in the pan mm-hmm. to a lot of people. And that's because these are people who are not spending their everyday trying to create change. Um, protests are usually after a series of culminating actions, whether it be letters, press. Like right. once you get to a protest state, that is almost the second to last state of escalation. Right. And so showing up to that means that people have worked for at least a year to get to where we're at. And so while it can seem like, oh, people don't want to come to this protest, they want to come do this, but they don't want to do that. There are people who do that every day. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I don't know, is the question about like people who don't want to leave their phones at home? For a protest, there is a question about people who do this every day. Well, I mean, originally, I was kind of referring more to the people who don't want to do the simple things that it takes. Because, like, okay, like you said, there's people who serve in different capacities, right? But if protesting is going to be the capacity where you serve in, then you need to do it correctly, Like, there are people who aren't meant to be boots on the ground protesting. Everybody can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't do it because of what it actually entails, you know? But I'm just saying, the people who are going to these protests and stuff, I just, I don't know. I don't know if protesting can ever be all you do. Well, yeah. You gotta, because also, what are you doing when you're there? Are you connecting with people? Um, that's how you feel like it's more than just a one day, one hour type of thing. That person that you talked and told them to come off of the sidewalk and into the corner, did you get their socials? Did you hit them? Did you invite them to a meeting throughout the week? Or did you say, hey, here's the podcast I'm listening to? That's what makes it seem like a sustaining thing. I don't think we can ever just protest. You got to write some letters. You got to, right. uh, you know, do some mutual aid. You got to do a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like people oftentimes want to do the things that make them feel like they're a part of something Mm -hmm. without the heavy lifting. And protests just might be the easiest way to do that, you feel like? Yeah, and with all protests. Is it really fun, though? Yeah, I mean, if it's... Yeah. I mean, if not not everybody at any protest at any given time is going to know what the plan is and who the organizers are and what's going on. Mm -hmm. The point is to have a critical mass of people who know what's going on, know the plan, and then can share or say, hey, sit the fuck down. No, she said what she said about the police. It's not always going to be a bunch of people on the same accord. I mean, you cannot have the March on Washington and everybody knows Ella Baker. It's not happening. It's just not. So I think that, 
I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, Harriet said everybody can't come, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's a reflection on this generation or what they're willing to do because we are not seeing that. The people who are working are not exalting themselves, I guess. What do you mean? Like, like I said, a lot of people want to do protests. They want to do shit that makes them feel good. They mm -hmm. want to show up. They want to post about black liberation. They don't want to work every day doing it. Because so, okay. it's not always showing up and being on the news. Sometimes right. it's organizing within your immediate community. Sometimes it's, you know, getting someone food who doesn't have it because they have a powerful story that they need to share with legislators and they can't make it there if they can't have food for them and their families. You right. know, it looks like a lot of things. And so I guess, I mean... Not everybody's willing to throw a Molotov cocktail in the in the Minneapolis police station, but there are people who are. And so, and that's also strategic. I think we've been places where someone's like, if you're not ready to be arrested, you're not ready to protest, and that's not the case. That's someone who doesn't know what they're doing because the people in the front are the people who are willing to be arrested and there are mm -hmm. resources in place, and the people in the back are people who need to run and go home or there won't be another protest. So I think it, it's different for all people, I mean, whenever you see on the news that a celebrity got arrested protesting, that was done on purpose. Uh. People don't just get, you can't arrest us all. And so uh, I think they're a lot more strategic than they seem, and it's okay that some people are on Instagram when they're walking down mm -hmm. the most popular street in their city because that was the intention, or they wouldn't have been on the most popular street in their city. I see what you mean. I like protesting is such a small part. No, I of agree. The actual work. I agree with you there, but I just feel like the people who are protesting, um, I don't know. It's just it, it feels performative sometimes. Protesting is a performance. It's always performative. I mean, yeah. But I don't know if it's with the right intentions. That's all I'm saying. What do you mean? Like people showing up because everybody's there? Yeah, like you said. like Okay, like how she just said protesting is fun. I don't know how you could think that. But, like, why are you showing up for fun? That's just how I think about it. Like, why are you showing up? Because you think this is fun. I mean, is it not supposed to be? No. What is it supposed to be? Uh, work. I don't know. Radical. Like, yeah, like it's, it's not supposed to be fun. No, but I, but that can be fun. I think back to a specific moment in Portsmouth at a direct action where things did get hectic later on in the night. But earlier, the the drums were playing. People are dancing. It's full of black people not people of color black people dancing on beat to to drums mm -hmm. in our city for a unified cause and sure where there's some people across the sidewalk doing whatever for whatever their purpose were but i i was loving that moment and i felt so in community and so connected with those people so i would describe that as fun what happened less than two hours later was in the news forever yeah but yeah. uh there can be very fun moments i think in protesting yeah, like there, there's different types of protests, right? Like 
when there was a lot of L- anti-LGBTQ legislation on the table mm-hmm. and those kids went up there and had a fucking dance party on Mike Pence's lawn, that's a protest. And it's fun. Like, and I think that if you care about liberation and you feel like you're working towards something, it's always going to be a little bit fun. I don't think that it has to be, like, somber. I mean, we've already been sad enough. That's why I don't we're know. here. I just think if it's not, if you're not sad, angry, or upset, it's not a real protest. Like, you're having but a party. But that's what got us here. We were sad, angry, and upset. Right. You have to stay that way until things change. No, you if don't. If you start being happy, it lessens the seriousness of the movement. Oh, and that but idea right there like is what, what are you causes burnout for organizing. Don't you love yelling at the cops? No, I wish I didn't have to do it. But see, that's the no. Because when I'm yelling at a cop, I'm not thinking about, ooh, this is fun. I'm yelling at a white man. Like, no, if I wanted to have fun, I'd go do that to one of my subs. Right. I mean, and that's cool. You can feel that way at one protest or a couple of protests during a week. You can feel sad about what's going on. However, what you don't need is to burn out the people who are organizing these things and working towards these things. Because much like teaching, organizing has a high burnout rate. So if these things do not feel fruitful, if they don't bring joy to the people doing them, then they're not worth it because you are burning your life force. Because, again, not everybody is going to get up and do this shit every day. And of the people who do get up and do this shit every day, if the focus is everybody should be sad or somber, you're asking that person to do that shit every day while everybody who's not at the protest Well, be serious. I'm saying be serious. Because, like, when, when we're not serious, then we have the things go on at the protest, like... When that girl was, like, twerking in front of the police and shit like that, like, it just, a lot of things just happen that kind of make the movement less serious than what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, and then we have, I don't want to say his name, but we have pe- then we have people like Jafari who get him on stage at the 420 Festival with a Black Lives Matter flag, but then you're getting up here, like, you're up here shaking your ass with spice and then like it just i don't know i don't i feel like there has to be a line drawn somewhere i feel negatively about that only because while the person that you mentioned i'm not a fan of Mm -hmm. i think that they can make a lot of mockeries out of a lot of things i don't think that the expectation should be that someone because they do this work cannot get on stage with spice and enjoy themselves and and i agree with you there but what was the purpose of bringing the flag on the stage i mean they always have the flag okay but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, you know, there has to be some type of separation. I can't, I can't stand this person also. Yeah, like, I, I just, I'm here I don't for, for a full representation of a whole person. Yeah. Um, I feel like I know you don't want to be dipping your toe in respectability politics. I know, I know you don't because what, what, why shouldn't we be joyful? What are you being joyful about? Um, being in community with other people. Or okay, you and you could do that on your free time. But there but is no free time for organizers. That's what I why think that though? you're missing. Because by the time you get to a protest, somebody mm-hmm. has worked a year. They can be happy that there's 30,000 people here for that. They can enjoy that. They can be grateful right, that no. it worked out the way that it was supposed and to. And that's fine and good. But having a freaking party at the protest? You should be serious. There's you should that's be what serious. I like you, you I have to. I feel like I've had fun and been serious. Exactly. The thing is, you should you, you should never put people at risk, and you got to keep safety in mind. So right. nobody should be off the molly. Well, I'm sorry. I don't that's mean to saying. get in like, people's I don't, business. I don't witness people doing but, all types. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Like, just doing all types of shit at the protest or at these cities. And I'm like. But that's not what we're here to do. They're also imperfect people. They're also imperfect people, and I want I want all of them to come and get 
more involved in what's going on, get more connected into logical thoughts, radical thoughts, um, questioning things more. And you got to start somewhere. You can't I see it the same way as I see church. You can't say, oh, you got to like get yourself together before you can come chill with us. Like, no, let's get it together together. Right. And there's not a single, not a single demonstration that I've been to with a critical mass of people mm -hmm. that every single person was completely on the mission. The people who set it up were, but you don't know who's coming to these things. And so if someone wants to shake their ass, is that going to be more upsetting to me than if the people who wanted to shake their ass didn't come? No. I mean, I don't know. I just keep thinking about when we were at that. Well, you weren't there, but when we were at that protest in Richmond and he sh the guy showed up in a slingshot, like, blasting music. Like, I don't... Am I not making sense here? You're making sense. You're tracking. But, but I track, are, yeah. Are you, are like, you, is Chrissy going to be organizing the next 200 men and women in suits? No. <laughs> on the Coliseum. Because I don't really know. So they can take it serious with their tie on. I mean, but you shouldn't be showing up to a protest like that anyway. In a suit? Yeah. Why not? That's what Malcolm X did. Yeah, but the, I mean, you can, but is it going to be the most practical thing for if shit goes left? No. You can't, I mean, you can show up to a protest wearing whatever you want. It doesn't but, sound, but don't shake your ass in it. I just feel like when we do stuff like that, it kind of fucks up the message that we're trying to get across. You don't think so? The message that we're trying to, to get across who? is there's hella people who give a fuck about this. Yeah. Who is your target audience? I protest the for black people. The powers that be. I protest for the black people. The powers that be don't respond to protest alone. I understand that, but... That's supposed to be that's supposed to be a visual demonstration of what the people are feeling, how far they're willing to take things, if you don't change them, and just like you said, a a a representation of how many people give a fuck about this. Now, I do think that a protest should put a it should put fear in the hearts of whoever you're protesting against, like a little, at least. They should at least be a little scared when they see this organized group of people is taking a stand against whatever the fuck the issue is. And I don't feel like that appropriate amount of fear is going to be placed in their hearts if they look outside and we're playing drums and twerking. You see what I mean? Like a protest, like she said, a protest is done after hella work has already been done. So it's like we're only at this point because y'all aren't listening to us. You didn't listen to the letters. You didn't listen to us when we showed up to the meetings. You didn't, li you didn't listen to us when we played by your game. You also didn't listen when we rioted and looted. Well, the intention was, is not to listen. I was going to say I feel like a protest is the, it's the step before rioting and looting. So when we're protesting... That's to a point where things are getting kind of serious. You know what I mean? Things are getting kind of serious. It's not rioting and looting yet, but that's where it can go if, if y'all don't continue to listen. But I don't even think that when we protest, we're giving that idea because of the types of things that we do and that happen when we do go to these protests. Like, they're not going to take us serious. They're not going to take us They didn't real. take us serious before. Also, the, the type of numbers that are needed to do this, like this group of people being angry strikes fear into this. Mm -hmm. I've only seen that 
occasionally. I, that's why I say I do it for ideas to grow, to connect with more people, to say have have a movement, a direct action to invite people to, so they can start to meet, you know, more like like minded people. So then, should we call it a protest, or should we call it something else? It depends. I usually actually use the term direct action, okay, because it could be a rally, it could be a demonstration, it could right. be a march. Um, or it could be we've done the thing where you just waving a sign, flying yeah. a sign on the, on the corner. It's all direct action. I think you're putting too much weight into the into protests. I think that you think that it's more powerful than it is. I don't think that the no. I don't think that there has been a single thing that has been solved by just a protest. I mean, I agree. So, like, whether we're serious or we're not serious, we're here because you ignored us. And oftentimes, after the protest, when everybody goes home, mm-hmm. the people who organize that protest are still working, and that's what creates the change. Right, no. So it doesn't I, matter if I you agree shake there. your ass or you don't shake your ass. The only difference is one of us didn't get to shake our ass. I just don't. Uh, there's a time and a place for everything. I don't think there is. I absolutely think there is. I think Why would I come to a protest in my stripper outfit if the and get on a pole and shake my ass in front of opinions police don't thinking that's going to change their mind? Why do you think that showing up in masses of black people to someone who doesn't give a fuck about black people is going to matter? It doesn't matter. Because if, we sh- if it's a group of black people that show up to the police station and say, hey, if y'all don't change this shit, we're going to keep showing up every day. And if you don't change it by this date, oh, that's another thing, too. We don't have no deadlines. That's why nobody's getting held accountable because we don't have any real deadlines. If we, if, and then if we say, well, if this doesn't change by this date, then we're going to do this. If this don't change by this date, we're going to do this. And it's just going to keep escalating. That's why I'm saying, like... I don't think that the majority of people that show up to these things are ready to take it to the levels that it's going to have to go in order for real change to be made. I think that's the problem. If you're at the protest at, with a group of people showing up to the police station, you've mm. already given them a series of dates and deadlines, and they've missed them all. So I don't think that, no, I don't think that there should be a way that people have to protest because protest is not the final solution. With the setup that we have, at least in the states, mm-hmm. in terms of the government, there is still so much work that has to be done after that. The point of the protest in most American situations is to say, look how many people we can get to not fucking vote for you. It doesn't matter what they're doing because they don't see people. If they cared about people, if they saw these people as people, we wouldn't be out here right now. Okay. They see them as votes. So if it's not only do these people give a fuck about what's going on, but we're having conversations about whether or not you will be reelected, that's a different thing. And in that case, it does not matter if they're shaking ass, doing cartwheels, or reading a book. Mm-hmm. They still got to show up in November. And so, like, I don't think, I, I just don't believe that there's a way to protest or not to protest. I think the worst way to protest is to not show up. But other than that, it's like, I, I don't believe that there should always be this cloud of somber over people who want change. It does like it doesn't I do add because up. that's what the whole that's what the whole purpose of it stems from. You were upset about something. You were so upset to the point where you decided I'm gonna be an organizer for this cause because I'm this upset about it that I wanted to change. And I feel like if you're not I'm not even saying you have to be like severely depressed or always angry, but if that if it doesn't bother you that you're not making any type of progress or like what you're doing is not 
Like, if the issue at hand is still there, you should still be bothered and you should still be working. But you're assigning intentions and feelings to people that you don't know. Unless in the situation you're talking about, you are the person who organized, you don't know what exactly they showed up, what, like, what they showed up for, what response they're trying to inflict, right? Unless you are in that inner circle, you're showing up because someone said, hey, this is a protest, show up. You don't know what those people are feeling. You don't know what their intention is, right? And you've shared that a lot of the point of direct action is to radicalize the people you're talking to. You cannot radicalize people if you're upsetting them, if you're depressing them. But they have to be upset, and they have to be sad. They have to be upset and sad enough to do being something. Being agitated and being sad are not the same thing. And I think that's where we're getting I say getting upset. Confused. Like, you have to, some, there has to be some type of, like, if you're content with the way things are, then what are you here for? If you were content with the way things were, you wouldn't be here. I just want to bring it back to what is the point of protesting? And from what I understand, mm -hmm. it's maximum disruption. Fuck it up. So if, if maximum disruption, you want to take up time, take up space, you want to be seen, you want to be in visible areas. So if we, you know, start a twerk cipher in the middle of Granby Street and I, and I was organizing that movement, I'd be glad because that way I could make sure they held down both sides of that street for longer probably because they entertain and where all the mood is high and it's on fuck 12. Right. And that's a rally. It's still a protest, but it's a rally. There's also sit-ins, which are which are protests where you're just supposed to sit the fuck down. There's different types of protests, but I think to say that because people look happy at a protest is not a protest. I mean, what does that say for every end the war protest that there's ever been? What does that say for the riots that were in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago where they were playing drums and dancing in the street and still got the elected official taken down? I don't think that you have to be depressed to want something better. Because what is a, a critical mass of depressed people going to get done? A lot more. How? A lot more. How? If they were depressed and angry, there would be a lot more. It, it would be fuel behind more fuel behind their actions. So when you're depressed, you take to the streets? When I'm depressed or angry, I want to fuck somebody up. I want to fuck something up. Yeah, I'm, I would be way more active because it's like, damn, this is like, I can, I, I can see why I want the change because I'm upset. This is hurting me. This is hurting my family. This is hurting the people I love. Yeah, like I'm going to be more liable to do shit because I'm angry and I'm upset. I'm not content with the way things are. So I'm going to be willing to take it further to change it. Okay. Or maybe that's just me. But I don't know. I was going to say angry and depressed are not synonyms. And also, what are you going to do with the fact that if everyone's depressed, you just cut your critical mass in half because the other half of people who are depressed don't get out of bed. I mean, it's just a matter of whether it's important enough or not to you. There's been times, like when I showed up to your thing and I was like, damn, like I want to fucking off myself today. But there's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger thing at hand and you still go. Like it's just a matter of what's important to you. I think you're applying how you feel personally to everyone and I'm I say there are people who cannot get the work done like I don't think that you are viewing how much of this work is fueled by hope you're cutting everybody who has hope who actually wants to facilitate change because if there was no hope in the first Explain place that. if there was no hope in the first place then we're wasting our time no I definitely believe that there's hope for things to change because to be someone who does this work you have to believe that at some point it is going to get better right but right. we have so, to do what's necessary first. You know, right. We get to and it's not going to be all 
partying, fun games and drums and dancing. But it isn't. It isn't always partying, fun games, dances. And but drinks. I feel like when we do those things, when we're at, when like, if we're having a protest, like she said, the point is visibility. If we look like we're fine and we're having fun, why the fuck does anything need to change? We're fine and we're having fun. What needs to change? Y'all are okay. You think y'all are sitting there like shaking your ass dancing? Fine. I don't think that looks like fine. Protesters in the street dancing does. I don't think that gives off fine vibes to me. I think from when you're on looking from the outside, I think that's. I think it can give that off. Like they're not. You know, I don't know. Like if if I'm really upset about the fact that, for instance. The abortion laws. If I'm really upset about that, why would I go to a protest for that and go there and shake my ass? Like, I, it just, that don't register to me. I and see. I'm a whole stripper. That Why would I do that there? That's not what I'm there for. I'm there because I want whoever's in power to know that enough people care about this issue to the point that it can escalate to some serious things well, that might happen to you. you I see excitement as a sign of escalation. Yeah. I think uh, if because we've I've been a, I've been a dry dry movements where and you don't there's no chant is silent. But when there's chanting, you could easily see how a chant my body my choice. You get a little beat with it, and it just turns into into something. And I consider that closer to something radical. Those people are one step closer to looting something. Those people are one step closer to tearing. You think tearing so? Yeah, I do. I think those it's are an energy that's thing. It's an energy thing. I feel like it's something you can feel when you're in the midst of a crowd that is actively being worked up over the issue, whether mm -hmm. that's coming out and dancing, singing, or stuff like that. Those people are engaged and connected. Those people aren't on their phones. Those people aren't, you know, paying attention to something else. Those people are in the moment. I just, well, I mean, I don't know. I think that if what you were saying was true, vigils would be way more effective. Vigils, yeah, like vigils. when somebody dies, those yes. large groups, like of the large groups of <laughs> sad people. But what is that? A, a visual is supposed to bring about change. Like I thought that was just supposed to be in remembrance of people. Large candlelight vigils. Yeah. I'm not talking about like something happens to someone you know and you go to a vigil. Yeah, like large scale vigils, um, and they're supposed to create some sort of change on the part of a lawmaker or, or an intended target. Because and oftentimes with these vigils, nothing comes out of them. No disrespect to the people with the vigils, but because there's no threat here. That's what I'm saying. The people aren't angry enough. Okay, take away the whole sad part. Let's just focus on the angry part. So are they sad or are they angry? Le I said take away the sad part. So let's focus on the angry part. So the people at the vigil are angry? No, I'm saying, forget I even said anything about the people being sad. People have to be angry enough or ups like I said, upset enough to do the things that's going to bring about change. Now, okay, the sad thing, that's debatable. But somebody that's angry enough, I definitely think those would be the people that would be more liable to riot and loot. They're angry and they're upset. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. When I'm going to a protest, I'm thinking about, literally what I'm thinking about is like, well, what will happen if they take away whatever we're fighting for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they really take away this shit, what the fuck is going to happen? And that's not a laughing matter to me. That's why, like I said, even when I do, when I am upset or sad, I'll still find a way to make it out to a protest because it's that important to me. And the shit pisses me off. 
But I feel like it has to be enough people like who have the the same mindset, like they're angry enough to do what it's gonna take to really put fear like you know what I'm saying? Like when we went to the city hall meeting, I feel like that was a good example of enough people that were angry enough, like we took it to a, a next step and we made it a little more in their face. But generally, do I feel like the people who come to protest are going to be willing to escalate things? No, I don't. One, at City Hall, I had a ball. No, that so, was pretty cool. But I don't know about having a ball. Do, y- are, do y'all want to go to jail? But that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm getting... I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck is fun I, about it? <laughs> no. Uh, there's so much of life where we operate within the system of what we're supposed to do. Um, but protests or even direct actions or even meetings where you tell these people you're not serving your community well, mm-hmm. it's a moment that you can revel in where you're calling, you're speaking truth to power. I mean, yeah. I love it. And we've been, we've been side by side at some things in several times. Yeah, and but I, I guess don't little did she fun. know I was having, you were having fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm all about safety. You know. Okay, so um, let's say today. that time when we were at, okay, because this is, this is a moment that I think about often when I go to a protest and just, like, how serious it can get and how fast things can go from, oh, this is fun to, oh, shit. When, I don't know if you were there, but when we were in Virginia Beach and we were at Town Center and then we were there, like, there. one minute after the curfew mm-hmm. and all the police came with all the right gear and they actually started taking people away. Is it fun now? Did y'all get y'all fun? Because that's what that's what really goes down in protests. That's okay. what really happens. And it's like it's gonna I hate to say it, but it's going to be times like that. Like it's gonna be more situations like that in order for us to get ultimately to where we need to go. And in my opinion, that is not fun. Walking down the interstate and having fucking big ass guns pointed at you and the fucking officer that's holding the gun is dancing like and mocking you. That's not fun. Like, not all of those parts are fun. And again, safety is so important. But there are, I have found fun moments within protesting. And I've been in a lot of scary situations. A lot of times where I've been, you know, they got the zip ties and they all close to you saying that you need to leave and things like that. I don't, that's not my favorite part, but I view it as a necessary part. And I can say that's a situation that I made it through and learned something from. And Shoot, if I got to, I got to. I got to bail money in the savings account. But I don't live my life trying to go to jail. That's what, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I just feel like overall it has to be taken a little more serious because I don't know. I don't know. It bothers me really bad. Like it bothers me deeply. And I feel like maybe because I'm not super vocal about it, maybe people don't understand how deeply it bothers me, but it does. And that's the reason why I will continue to go out but I'm also going out with the thought in mind, like, I know how far I'm willing to take it. I don't speak on it, but it's like, I know how far I'm willing to take it. And I feel like unless we have some type of, I don't know, like, just some type of conversation or something has to be done to the point where other people understand that if we're really going to get something accomplished, like, we got to, we have to be a little, we have to take it a little more serious. I don't know. Okay. So we had an action. I had an action. We went, we yelled at City Hall. Mm-hmm. What happened after that? We went to the meeting. Right. But what happened after that? We went to another meeting. Right. But what happened after that? 
Like the next day? Yeah. Like what happened in terms of outcome? What did? What was the response? Right. What happened? You went to work. Right. But what happened? I don't know. Exactly. You don't know. And so saying that people, because I had fun at City Hall, but I also had to go back to work every day after that and still work on the issue. And mm -hmm. so while it's great that when you're there, you're willing to take it there or people should do this or should do that, that's not every day. Those people are not there every day. And so I don't think it's a fair assessment to say what people should or should not be doing at a protest that for almost everybody there mm -hmm. is this 24 hours of their life. Because for the people who are doing the work, it's every day. And so right. if I don't necessarily, like if someone started shaking their ass at City Hall, I wouldn't have cared. Really? No. Because the city manager doesn't take us serious in the first fucking place. That's why we're here. If people want to shake their ass, great. If they want to shake their mm. ass on your lawn in Suffolk, great. I mean, so it, it doesn't matter what the people are doing. And I think that the reason for most protests mm. are because someone is trying to impose their will on someone else. And so I'm not willing to do that, especially if someone came out to support me. Why would I do that? Because sometimes when people don't know, they can unintentionally harm the movement. There is not a single situation in which everyone's going to know. It's impossible. But I'm saying that's why we have to have more conversations about what actually the goal is when we go out to protest. So, but then you would then be at the protest revealing the plan. No, I mean, not at the actual protest, just in general. Like when we're organizing and coming up with these things and telling people to come, there should also be conversations about, like, how to prepare, how to protest, like, what role everybody is playing, you know? But everybody who has a role knows their role. That's what I'm saying. If you're not a part of that conversation and you want to shake your ass, that's fine. That's fine because the people who aren't supposed to shake their ass aren't going to. Like, if you're shaking your ass, clearly you were not, unless the, the plan was to shake your ass or have a dance party on the lawn mm -hmm. of Mike Pence. Everybody who knows what they're supposed to be doing knows what they're doing. I don't know. And I, don't, I feel like it falls into, like, one nigga makes us all look bad. I mean. And I don't think that's the case. What you said was that we need to be more serious to get things done, but really we just need to be more unified. Definitely be more unified. I feel like it's that everybody want to sing but don't want to join the choir. When We're not mean? all doing this. We're not all doing the work that it takes for us to get here, right? So we can't say we, in a larger sense, the same way the protests I organize, the things mm -hmm. that I do, that's not what we were at, right? So I'm not an organizer in this capacity, and I can't say what we should or shouldn't be doing. I have, I've been to protests where I'm like, I wouldn't have got a permit for this, and I can tell they have a permit because the police are already right. fucking here, but right. it's not my protest. It's not mine. And the point is, I look to my left, I look to my right, there's hundreds of people, and that was the point. And I would rather a protest where everybody's shaking their ass than someone's passing out or someone's hurt because we're being tear gassed or something of the other. So of all the options that there are, joy is my favorite. I don't think it, it should change be just like favorite. large scale depression. But you're saying you're saying that like in the previous riots, protests and things that we've had throughout our history that none of them were joyful. They were and that's not the case. Selma. That's not the case at all. 
And they had fun. And there were protests that were bad. The same way there's protests that go bad for people now. Yeah. But to say that we have to be serious to get things done is to say, hey, black people, you should spend all of your days depressed and enraged and not get to have the joy that every other group no, gets to have. No, I definitely believe you should, you should have joy. You want to have fun, go to the club or wherever else people go to have fun. But not there. Like, I, I don't know. I don't understand. Does that sound crazy? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because, I don't know. I don't know. I just think about the fact that, like, the whole reason that we're there is because either some unjust shit has happened or we want something to change. But it's like, why go out there if you aren't serious about what we're out there for? You could get killed by just being out there. You know what I mean? So it's like, why why not take it serious? Joy and seriousness are not mutually exclusive. I don't know. I just... They can't happen in a vacuum. But when I think about the reason why we're out there, it don't make me want to shake my ass. Okay, but there it are don't dancers who dance. could fall it from the top of the pole dance. and break their fucking neck. Yeah, but, but they enjoy it, and they're serious about it because they don't want to break their fucking neck. That's totally different. How? That's outside. Like, you how? Because you're not at the strip club for a protest. But you are there to pull some sort of attention, right? You're there to make money, yeah. Right. But that requires pulling the attention from the people that you need the attention from. Right. That's what a protest is doing. And so, regardless of why you can't get down Princess Anne, you can't get down fucking Princess Anne. Regardless of why you've had to divert all of these police resources that the city already didn't have, you had to do it. Regardless of the fact that this in some way kept the city from functioning, whether it was people couldn't buy, buy businesses they usually do, it has cost them money. I think that you're thinking that if people are not sad, it is not effective. And you don't get to see how effective it is if you're not going to work the next day after the protest. And seeing whatever, you know, like whatever power has conceded because of this demand, even if it is not per like perfect. That's what I'm saying. I think you're thinking that these things are not effective because people are having joy, and, but you're not there to see whether they're effective or not. So I don't think it's fair to force people to be sad or angry because also progress doesn't happen overnight. Because you have a protest yeah. and you say, I want this by this date, doesn't mean it's going to happen. You I know? mean, if that was the case, the civil rights movement would have been a month. And so also saying we didn't get exactly what we wanted out of the protest, and that's not because justice is a slow process, mm -hmm. but because people were shaking their ass is also unfair. I, I just say it's a time and a place for everything. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go to it. Because, I mean, like I said, when I think about the reason why we're even there, when I think about the fact that a fucking autistic teenager who was playing the violin was shot and killed by cops, that doesn't make me want to shake my ass. When I think about the fact that a man was fucking suffocated to death outside of a store over some bullshit at the register, that doesn't make me want to shake my ass. It doesn't make me want to play drums or sing songs. It makes me want to go, actually makes me want to go shoot at the fucking cops, if we're being real. That's, do it. that's what it evokes out of me. But I'm, I can't, like... I don't understand why any of that would make somebody joyful or make them want to dance or make them do any of that. Like, I mean, have we not learned that the process of the angry mob doesn't work? Have we right. not learned that historically? So I, I, I think that there have been plenty of black people who have tried and failed. 
and shit didn't go perfect for Nat Turner either or the rest of us. So I don't think that we need to sacrifice everybody mm-hmm. for the sake of creating some sort of large scale change. I think that you're acting like they heard that Elijah McClain was killed and that's why they're shaking their ass. No, they're shaking their ass because they're amongst other black people. I know, but and if you want to shake your ass, unity. go to the club where that's for. But wha- who decided that shaking your ass was for the club? It's not for a protest. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Like what? It don't matter what none of y'all say. It's know? not for a protest. Like okay, and and that's not and that what case, we're there for. You can have a do not shake your ass protest. Have one. Have one. Have a. We're not going to shake our ass, and then we're going to kidnap the mayor's daughter. Protest. See how it goes. But okay. We'll keep having the shake ass protests and see what that gets me. But shaking ass protests, black joy protests, black camaraderie protests, black people with drums protests, black people with bands protests, black people with people they ain't seen in fucking years and don't even fuck with, but now they fucking with each other because they're in the same place protests. That's what got us where we are now. Not just being sad. Let's be honest, because even Martin towards the end was admitting that Malcolm was right and we can't just sit here and be sad and expect people f- to feel bad for us for the solution no, not right. I'm not protests were, were somber they were happy to be there and so I don't think that like are they not I mean I don't know it's just a lot at stake like even by being at a protest it's just a lot at stake and it seems like a high price to pay just to go to shake your ass that's what I'm saying like if that's what you want to do do it but do it in a place where that's supposed to be what you're doing. But when you think about what you even risk, and then I think about like when we were going to protest, even during the pandemic, like breaking curfews, risking catching COVID, like you're going to do all that just to shake your ass. Like why put yourself through it? That's why saying we went downtown just to use spray paint. But that was, the monument got taken down. But that was happening anyways. There was definitely dancing around that monument, but let's just go with this. Let's say we not let's say we want to help Chrissy host the no ass shaking. I'm not hosting protest. any protests, <laughs> but <laughs> let's say I wanted to host the no no ass shaking protest in honor of Chrissy. How do you? We know division is what stops unification. Mm-hmm. How do I even go about making sure that no asses are shook? Because within organizers, all the people who are having meetings three, four weeks prior to the movement, mm-hmm. we have to be on one accord with what's going to happen or what's the plan if this happens. And I'm just using ass shaking as an example because you're using that as I a mean, sign of seriousness. Just, yeah. But even if you have a plan within your group, infighting mm-hmm. is what stops a lot of things. So I could be killing my protest, cutting it in half by trying to police the way that I want people to do it. Because if I was to throw a protest, I know right now two of my friends would have big problems with that if I said it was a no ass shaking protest really they would not even want to help me throw some kind of respectability type I mean of, it's not even so I'm just know. trying to say how things like saying how people should or should not protest could actually cut the numbers or I stop see it how from it even cut. happening in yeah. the first place and you know that you said numbers and putting fear into people's house visibility I'm not going to have any of that if I don't allow the ass shakers I need them to be but in the like, what are the ass shakers <laughs> Uh, the ass shakers also have an opinion. They're, they're they not- do have an opinion. I, okay, well then, even just like Monet was talking about then, those are the types of people that need to not be at the front. They need to be in the back. So that when the shit happens, because think about it, you're coming to a protest and shake ass, you're not even going to know what to do when the cops pull up in riot gear. What if you like, bought it about it? What if you bit, you know, if you're an excuse, <laughs> seasoned protesters have asses to shake as well. I'm thinking of one friend who would get arrested and would shake ass. So if you're going to be in the front, you have to assume that level of risk, whether you're an ass shaker or not. 
Yeah. I just, I don't police people. There's no, it's just impossible to do what you're saying. Is most important. You cannot police everybody at a protest. It's just not going to happen. There are protests of 50, 60, 70,000 people. You're going to make sure not one person shake their ass? How? I mean, I just don't see the, the point. I don't know what message that really gives off. But you're also missing the, the value mm-hmm. of like high spirits, excitement, morality, if you radicalization party, you in the Have thing. a party or go to a club. But again, you're dismissing the value of being radicalized high energy, excited about change that takes place in a protest. Because if everybody's here Mm -hmm. to show up and take two steps, if I clap once, nobody's bringing hope or spirit to this thing. Did them niggas on January 6th look sad to you? They look angry. Did they look sad to you? They didn't look sad, but that's why I said forget about the fact that I said sad. One of these motherfuckers was dressed as Chewbacca. Viking helmets. Yeah, they have a Viking helmet. It was a frat party. I don't, I don't, I did a frat party with guns. But even still, even still with that, I don't understand the point of what they did. Like, what was, what was their end goal? We're not the target. We wouldn't know. Like, I don't get, I, I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. Like, it just looked to me like they were just playing dress up and then they ran into the Capitol. Disruption. But, like, what for what cause, though? Like, what were they? We're not the organizers. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't understand. We're also not the target. Those are the only people who know. The organizers and the target are the only people who know the intended outcome. Shit. That shit could have been, hey, these motherfuckers going to run in here on January 6th Mm -hmm. if you don't get Roe v. Wade overturned. Y'all better get that shit shaken, and they didn't do it, and then the motherfuckers ran in here, and now we're at where we're at now. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was about, but y'all better get them moving. <laughs> Tell AOC to shut the fuck up. But not everybody there was serious. How many pictures have we seen of niggas smiling and cheesing, and they got the but date even, on the short and everything. That's what I'm saying. Even that was yeah. just... It was just a mess. Like, but it, it was not ineffective. It wasn't serious. It was that not ineffective, though. And you also, you cannot corral uh, such a large group of people. You cannot wrangle them to behave how you think they should behave. Yeah. I also just think high energy is so close to fucking shit up. Like, it's so close. And you ask, what, do you think we have what it takes to see revolution in this lifetime? And I think, ooh, it's getting closer. You as think I, so? Yes. That's what full engagement looks like. That's what not um, not caring about the white gaze looks like. Being or or you know no, and that's what I'm saying. Don't don't confuse what I'm saying because that's not what I was trying to get at at all. I'm not even talking about in just the white gaze, but I'm just talking about even like to others, to other black people. Just when people ride down the street and they see what's going on. Because we're talking about visibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the most accurate representation of the agenda at hand. It's a representation of, let's say that these two protests are happening in, on one long street and there's a block in between. If I want to get involved, who am I more likely to participate with? I feel like it depends on your level of what you want to bring to the to to whatever direct action is going on. There's a bunch of people sitting in the grass, and then there's some other people standing up, chanting, shaking ass. 
I mean, hey. I'm going to the lit protest. I'll be back next week. Thank you. <laughs> because honestly, like, I don't think that a bunch of people who are sitting down want to do what it takes. That's why we're sitting down. Because you're not going to come get me. I'm saying, like, what, what, what is the sitting? Like, I'm, I'm not understanding that part. What you should be standing. Okay, a bunch of people standing up. You ever been to a quiet protest? I have. I've been to would, you, would you rather have the quiet protest or would you rather have the, you know, the one where it pop out when they, when they, they start shaking the ass when we in the middle of the street? I mean, I don't know because I'm also a person who when shit hits the fan, like, I want a plan in place. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I think about the reason why we're there. I think about all the things that could go wrong while we're there. I think about what's at stake. People's lives are at stake. And I just, I don't know, that just don't, it doesn't evoke a part, like, I want to party. I wouldn't even feel safe, like, doing that. I don't know. I would just be like, well, damn, I could die doing this. I could, you know, if the police felt like it, they could tear gas me while I'm shaking your ass. Like, that doesn't make me want to dance. They can tear gas you while you're standing up. I see but it I'm, as an act of defiance, the dancing. I see it as an act of defiance. Yeah. Especially when the police are telling you, step back, get back, get onto the sidewalk mm -hmm. or else. When society is telling you and there ain't shit you, you should know? be happy about. And, and you're being and happy. And you still find joy in these of. things. Like, I, it's not making sense to me why someone wouldn't shake their ass. It's not, like, that's not clicking to me. Because even though I would not show up and shake my ass. It's not clicking to me. It's never clicked would. to me. Don't show, like, it, I've never seen that somebody shaking their ass and been like. <sighs> ever. And I've never gone to a protest and been like, I don't feel any hope or joy from this. I wouldn't do it. It's because the same I don't, as people I taking don't. pictures with the cop cars. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. It's part of the protest. I just don't, I don't know what message that gives off. And then especially me with the profession that I have, like, why would I do that? Why would I do that? I don't want to do anything that's going to bring a mockery or, like, have people looking at the movement crazy. That's more so what I'm thinking about. And then I just think about how I feel when I hear these things that's going on. It does not, like, the fact that we even have to be at a protest that's not something that makes me happy, glad, none of that. I'm not happy that the city of Norfolk doesn't want to allocate funds to the correct things. I'm not happy that there's a housing issue in my city or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it doesn't, that doesn't really make me happy. It makes me want, to, it makes me want the things to change, but it, it definitely don't make me happy. It just makes me think. And the more I think about it, the more upset I get. So, I don't know. I just don't understand that part. But that's okay. Like, everybody has their opinion, but I just don't get it. I'm, it doesn't, also, I'm also the type of people, person who thinks you could twerk for Jesus. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, I, I'm not seeing this removed from respectability politics. Niggas going to do what they want. You came to the protest. Thanks. Shake your ass if you want. Like, I wouldn't even say. I didn't know that when us three at the protest was smiling mm -hmm. that we was all supposed to be miserable. I didn't get the message. Okay. Because I wasn't. Not miserable, but at least mindful of what is going on. And you can't even sit here and say that everybody who comes to a protest, like, is mindful at the very least about what's going on. 
I just think that overall, it needs to be taken a little more serious. Some of them people be clowning. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and that's what I'm talking about. With the Million Man Watch, how many of the men you think was on bullshit? Some of them. You just can't. You can't get them all. But I love the group. I love the culmination. And just being in in the midst of all that, that's what gives me joy. That we're all coming together to say fuck oppression. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad about the like the part that we're unifying and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know. It just makes me feel a type of way. But I think that's like an internal thing. I don't think that's a representation of how the people feel or how the leaders of the movement feel. Like, I think if you feel like people shaking their ass at the protest makes you uncomfortable, that's not a representation of how everybody who views that is going to feel. It doesn't make me uncomfortable because, I mean, it's people dancing. But it does make me question sometimes the motive. It just makes me question the motive. Especially being that we know how performative people in the activism community can really be. It does make me question the motive. I mean, is the person who invited you and made the flyer shaking ass? Nah, but I mean, there have been instances where I've seen people who are inviting people to the protest, get to the protest and act the fool. So I think they definitely need to take this shit more serious. But was they shaking their ass? I mean, no, but it's other things that you can do that isn't shaking your ass that will have the same effect. Like I said, showing up to the protest in a slingshot. What are you doing that for? Hyping the crowd up. So you agree with that? I wouldn't show up to a protest in a slingshot. I don't. I wouldn't drive a slingshot. Yeah. But you asked what it does, and I answered you. We love music at a protest, right? Is it just me? It's bigger than black and white. No. No. <laughs> I like protest music. Saying. I, I've held I enough, done enough that I don't feel like I'm not going to keep showing up to shit that's just depressing. But, I mean, and I, I feel you. I understand I'm not about to But I feel like you do it. other things like community service, volunteering. Like that's the stuff that can bring you joy. Like okay, yeah, we're we're giving back, we're helping, we're teaching the kids. We're like okay, that's yeah, be happy about that. So what did you feel when they set that police station on fire? Glad. You okay. went and danced around the police station that was on fire like a bonfire out of it. I mean, I don't know what I would have done in that I particular been situation. Like shark bait, hoo ha ha. I really don't <laughs> know. I swear it's to God. Fire, so I would have definitely been trying to be like, oh, where? Because they was the dancing and they was happy. And so you cannot equate not being willing to take it there with not being happy. That seems ancestral to be like around the fire. Like, oh, because true. I promise you, like, the nigga that throws the fireball, mm-hmm. that nigga said, woo. He didn't say, oh, man. But you got, you're Eight not. Eight and a half minutes I don't of think pain. you're hearing me. Y'all, y'all aren't hearing me. It takes an um, initial amount of anger to even get to the point where you're throwing that at a police station because you have to think about what's at stake to get to the protest. It takes an initial amount of anger to get to the protest. These people who are doing this shit, I promise you, they was jumping back and forth before they did it. They was not like, this one's for you, big home. I promise you. I, I promise just you, feel like the excited motherfuckers, and a lot of the times in this most recent case, the excited white folk. 
who put themselves at the front because they were white. Yeah. That was a strategic choice. Yeah. They're still joyous, and they're about to set the fucking police station on fire. And when they do, I might shake my ass. If they set the fucking police station on fire, I'm shaking my ass. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not about to. No. Ooh, burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. I mean, I don't know. I just. I agree <laughs> with, with what you're saying about people should be serious. Yeah, because. I just think serious looks a lot of ways. Serious. That's what I'm saying. You can, you can shake your ass and still be prepared. Mm-hmm. In, anytime that you've seen me protest in the last two years, I had a gas mask with me. But, like, I'm still. I might have I I hit a little. I didn't shake ass, but I probably hit a little step. Um, so I think serious and joyful, like, you can't. They. You know, you can ha- you can be both. You can they be took both. it serious enough to set the damn police station on fire, and they were still dancing. Woo! Like Ric Flair. <laughs> but it's dangerous for you people to be partying in the middle of a protest, not knowing what's going on. Don't misunderstand that's me. That's what I'm it's saying. Like, that's be- more so what I'm talking about. I don't even think... If you showed up to socialize and you don't care about the issue, doom on you when the stampede comes. Because the rest of us are having a good time, but we know but, why we're here. Okay. I mean, as long, as long as everybody knows why they're here, I just, I don't. But again, you can't make sure everybody knows why they're here. You only know the people you know. Yeah, but. Y'all got it. Woo! What time is it? <laughs> Woo! What do you think she, uh, she yelled before she threw the first brick at Stonewall? I don't know, but I know I that she was thinking about the fact that, hey, I might could get arrested for this. I might could get killed for this. Like, I'm going to do this, but I know what could possibly happen if I do this. And I, I, that's the part that I think people are missing. Like, they just don't, there's no sense of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think they get it. I think they don't care enough to look sad like they care about the issue but i don't think that i feel like it would be more performative to walk around and protest with my head down and act like i'm not happy to see everybody why would i be happy to shake to my see all here i mean like ultimately like this I doesn't care make me happy. i saw my my cousin at armageddon <laughs> if i ain't seen you in a minute i'm happy to see you like, it just, it gives the same, for me, it gives off the same vibe as, like, funerals. Like, oh, yeah, like, I seen you there, but, like, damn, like, I, I see get you excited. here. I get excited. Yeah, like, oh, I'll be some, loose at the repast. Like, that's crazy. We got some heavy hitters. That's I'm so sorry. Like, that's so it's so it's of, uh, She I brought everybody out. <laughs> so, put me and Monet in the front. No, y'all gonna be in the back so y'all can shake your ass no. and not die. No, I'm I'm making room for the people to shake their ass. I didn't say that was necessary. All, yeah, and you're also insulting the intelligence of the ass shakers. Like they hear the gunshots and not stop shaking their ass to get the fuck out. I'm on. saying <laughs> that we don't know because, like, what the fuck? Uh, you know what? Do we don't know? But if you're not shake your ass, ass at the matter. protest, I don't give a fuck. Please do shake your ass at the protest. That's the word. And with that advice, I have more advice. Mm-hmm. Dr. Umar. Here we go. Hold on. An African baby is born. What? Every time an African baby is born, after we pray over that beautiful African life and mm. wish that baby well and wish their parents well, we then have to cross our fingers. We then have to cross that fingers 
because that little beautiful African baby, that little boy or girl, that divine gift of supreme consciousness mm. in 20 years could damn well be a coon. And <laughs> so, whoa, I thought he was about to say something totally yeah. different. I thought he was about to say, like, they're going to be released into a world of white supremacy or... Nope. Wow. Damn. You never know how someone can switch up. But when they do, believe them. Just because someone's shaking their ass don't mean that they don't know how to run from gunshots. And just because someone's at the front of the protest don't mean they give a fuck about black lives. Because in 20 to 30 years, that really caught me off That God. beautiful African life. He said they could very well could become a cone. Be a cone. Yeah. Um, the original point was still, you know, you never know how someone could switch up on you. Mm -hmm. But the important part is, if they do switch up on you, believe them. But that fell right in. So, yo. Yeah, that one caught me off guard for sure. I was not expecting Lots him to say that. Yeah. I was not expecting him to say that. Well, don't be a hating ass bitch in the next 20 to 30 years. We'll see y'all. And we will episode. catch y'all in the next fucking episode of Let Me Stay Focused. Thank you to our classmate, Nick. Whoop. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.